What do you do when you have five guys with five different points of view, five different opinions, all on one show? Hmm. Sounds like this is going to get ugly. Say what up to Mel, T'Challa, D.A., Nori, and Eggie as they deliver brutal honesty, real talk about whatever. You are now tuned in to the rawest podcast on the planet, Uncensored Mics. Hey, welcome back, man, to another episode of Uncensored Mics. Uh, you got DA here, man. We got uh, four of the fellas, three of the fellas, I'm sorry. Uh, we got Nori, we got Mel, mm-hmm. we got T'Challa. Eggie yep. um, couldn't be here, man, but uh, he sends you his best wishes, man. He's a little... A little busy at the moment, but I'm pretty sure he'll he'll hop in on the next one. Um, uh, as you heard me barking at the beginning of the episode, man, we kind of opened this episode on a, uh, a sad note um, with the passing of uh, DMX, uh, Earl Simmons. Um, me growing up, man, um, he meant a lot to me. Uh, being uh, he inspired me. Uh, I'm pretty sure as everybody used to do when they were young. I used to want to rap. I try to be a rapper, and DMX was one of the guys who was pivotal in my upbringing, man, and just inspired me to um, uh, just want to rap. And um, I'm attracted to uh, a lot of artists who, who bring a lot of pain in their music. Uh, I was a, a huge fan of Tupac. He's probably my favorite artist ever. I was a huge fan of Beanie Siegel, who's probably one of my favorite artists ever. Uh, DMX is one of my favorite artists ever, and something that they all have in common is a lot of pain and something that's relatable and something that's very expressive and, and something that you can feel in the music. So um, I'm very saddened by that. I remember uh, getting ready to get up and go to school in the morning. I probably was in like the eighth or ninth grade, and every morning Slipping used to come on uh, MTV. MTV. Yeah. So uh, it was like Slipping would come on, and then um, Eminem, Hi, My Name Is, would mm-hmm. come on, and it would be like that every day. So um, not only DMX doing that, but just making history and being, you know, um, him and Pac are the only two artists to ever release two number one albums within the same year. Uh-huh. So when you do something like that, man, that's 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 legendary. And yeah. um, talking about what he did for Def Jam with saving them, damn near single handedly, what he did for Rough Rough Riders with you know putting them on the map, damn near single handedly. Uh-huh. So. Um, I want to go around the room, man, and just get you guys' thoughts and, you know, um, just how y'all feel about it and, you know, mm-hmm. his untimely passing. And uh, before, it was weird because he was just on Drink Champs and, like, he was like, uh, if I if I left the day, I lived a good life. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of crazy yeah. to, you know, knowing that he was at peace to think, yo, if that mm-hmm. shit all ended today, they don't cry for me. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, but yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, um, yeah, I was a big fan of X too, man. Um, and I know he he, he had that battle with uh, you know drugs and, and other things, man. And we all on the outside looking in know he went to rehab and was trying to get it together, man. But um, uh, you know, he, he seemed like he was a real good, genuine dude, man. And um, you us before you, you see yeah. that in all the videos, like yeah. it's love. It's, it's always it's, love. It's yeah. like no. Yeah, it's like always genuine love. It don't yeah. seem like something that's forced. Yeah, something that's you know what I'm saying. Like his his love and his just passion just seems genuine. genuine. Yeah. yeah, you know it wasn't fake just because I'm 
um, embracing or dapping up another industry dude like I always do. But now it seemed like he really, yeah, it was genuine. You know fans what I'm saying? He dapped up, yeah. love, huh? Yeah, fans too, not just other people in the industry or whatever. But um, I tell a story, man. Um, back in I want to say, uh, '98. Just to put it into um, perspective of kids like my son's age or the younger generation that don't know DMX when he was that dude, when he was that man. Um, you know, because now, you know what I'm saying, he's not as relevant as far as making music, but he still is a, a legend in the game, of course. But back in 98, when he first got on and put out the two albums you just spoke about, I went and saw a, a show, a concert with him and Jay-Z and a couple other people, but him and Jay-Z was the two main guys. And at that time, Jay-Z was already at superstar status. He had the Annie join out, which kind of took him to that next level. So I remember on the way, me and my cousin to the concert, yo, dang, man, yo, Jay is the man, but yo, this new Cat DMX is popping right now, so who going to be the headliner? Who going to come out last? Who going to close the show? I said, man, got to be Jay-Z. I said, X is killing it now, but he's new, and Jay kind of still, I thought, was up here, but... We got there, show went on, Jay came out, second to last, DMX closed the show. He was the headliner. And I was like, dang, I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? So just to put into perspective, everybody know who Jay-Z is now. We know who he was then coming up in our era. But now, like, my son knows Jay-Z music, but he doesn't know DMX music. So I'm just saying, to put it in perspective, at one point was in that time. A hard Not Life tour? Um, it might have been. It might have been. At one point in time, DMX was that dude. He was the man-man, even over Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Now, we all know Jay-Z is a businessman and all this and that now. But even with that, when they did the Rough Riders Cash Money Tour, Juvenile, who was the probably the biggest artist in the South, like DMX was closing out that show. Closing out that show, Over yeah. a guy who sold, what, what did uh, 400 million? Degrees do? Yeah, I think so. $4 million or something. So, yeah. I mean... You know, he was that dude at one time. He was the man. And, you know, his first couple albums, you could say, are classic. Some people may say the third one was, in my opinion, I think the first two, especially the first one, classic, undeniable. classic. Yeah, undeniable. The second one, we can, you know, but, um, yeah, yeah, he was he was just that dude, man. He was that man. The way he hit the game was so hard. I never seen no rapper hit the game besides 50 Cent and Snoop. Them two. Probably in the order of 50 Cent, Snoop, and then X. Them three right there hit the game, the rap game, so hard that everybody was just gravitated to them and was buying the album and was bumping them. Every car rolling by, you know what I'm saying? So his impact was was strong in the game. I mean, he was he was really that dude, man. And it, it sucks to see, you know, I mean, he lived 50 years old, so he lived a long life. And like you said on the Drink Champs, he said, you know, if he passed away, he felt like he lived a, a, a good Go life. On. And you know what I'm saying? And we also see that when people pass, they point out negative things. Like you posted an article about houses he's lost over the, the years. From the New York, New, New York, New York yeah. Post. New York Post. Yeah. yeah. See, they do stupid stuff like that. But I mean, I remember when X was doing his thing, a lot of positive things he did. I remember it was a church that was about to go close down in New York, and he gave two hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Just something that I remember that popped in my head. He gave $200,000 to keep that church going and open up there in New York somewhere. I don't know if it was a church from his hometown or maybe it wasn't, but it was in New York. So, and then we hear other, and we've seen video on her stories about other things that's coming that he's done. Yeah, yeah, that's coming out now. So, you know, um, you just got to put those good positive things he did and that positive energy he had. Just, you know, yo, just push that out there, man. And, you know, everybody got negative stuff. We know his drug battle and the addiction he had, man. But you got to look past that. I mean, he, like I said, he still was a good dude. He did some great things. He influenced a lot of people's lives through 
himself being who he was and through his music and his energy. He just was a good dude, man. So, man, you know, I send condolences out to his family. He had quite a few kids. I think he had over 10. 10, Yeah, I knew it was double-digit kids. So, you know, man, I hope they can be, you know, strong in this time and and just get past it, man. And um, I guess when they send him a farewell... Concert or funeral, whatever they end crazy. up doing, yeah, I know it's going to be it's going to be big. So, um, if they air it or if it's online or something, I'm definitely watching and check it out, man. But um, yeah, I just want to yeah give my condolences to his family, his friends, all his close loved ones and stuff, man. X definitely made a mark on the game and and not just in music, but just like I said, being the genuine person he was, his energy, his good vibes and stuff. So um, yes, yeah, that's, that's what I got to say, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Um. I agree with pretty much both of everything y'all just said. Um, R.I.P. to X, man. Um, the dude was huge. Like, 1999 was pretty much his year. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, everybody was bumping DMX, man. Yeah. The dude, um, and what I like about him the most, like you said, his passion, he was passionate about what he did, his energy. But he was, like y'all say, he was genuine. And everybody got an X in their family. Mm-hmm. You, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, or, or two or three. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. you know, he he was he was your dad, your brother, your uncle. He was somebody in your family. Well, we all got somebody like X in our family who who battling demons, and he was so public about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and that's what drew me to him more. Like he didn't have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ask him a question, he gonna answer it straight up. Like um, I I, I can remember this interview he gave. I can't remember who he gave it with. But it, he 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 was t- he was telling them about how he ended up getting hooked on crack cocaine. Somebody mentor. Yeah, uh, somebody yeah. he looked up to. Yeah. Yep. Lace his weed with crack. crack. Yeah. He was fourteen years old at the time. Yeah, that's like, crazy. how can you do that to a child, man? Mm-hmm. So the the demons he had was real, mm-hmm. and but he he was trying to fight it. You know, he 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 admitted his addiction and 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 why and how, but he was fighting it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this man was doing everything in his power to be a better person. Every day, but sometimes those demons are so strong, especially when you get hooked mm-hmm. at that young of an age, man. And then you you get hit with stardom. Now you got everything at your disposal. You some, know what I'm saying? Some, some people can't handle stardom sober. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So True. there's some people that stay sober their whole lives and can't handle stardom. Yeah. So and, so yeah. And he he had his demons, but we know how media can twist stuff. Who's to say it was even a drug overdose? It could have just been a heart attack. His family said it yeah. wasn't. Ha- it wasn't. Yeah. It, it, it could have nothing to do with drugs, but because he had a past, they want to throw the. That's what's gonna get the clickbait. Mm-hmm. Uh, DMX dies or go into a coma over drug overdose, and it's like, if if it would have happened six months later, they would have said COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny <laughs> that you say that because his family said it wasn't drugs. But he did get the vaccine like a week ago, mm-hmm. and that's that's what his family said. That's not media. His, his family actually came out and said. And that. I heard a report that saying that when I guess when he went into his coma, he ended up uh, getting COVID. Yeah. Like, yeah, I he tested positive. Too. Yeah, for COVID. Like, and he just got the vaccine. Man, mm-hmm. that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that we touched on before, but I, but I. I, I was talking to uh, Nah, and he was saying he he's supposed to send me the article. He said he read an article where uh, Jay um, owns DMX's masters, mm-hmm. and he was going to set it up. Masters. He was going to set it up to where the royalties off of the masters would go to his kids. Yeah, I heard he mm-hmm. just he just bought them. Yeah. Him and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. If the if the article is is true, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. 
That's, so that's good. That's what take up. care of them kids, man. Yeah, but yeah. fifteen of them. Yeah. And, yeah. Another thing about X, like you know, all of us being from the South, like growing up, there were clear divides in the music lines. Yeah. Like man, us down here, we don't really listen to blank, 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 blank. Up north, we don't really listen to trick. We don't listen None to none of it. Yeah. So X like transcended all of those yeah. musical boundaries. Yeah. Like. Yeah. If you're an artist back then who could do that, pop, uh, you know, X. Like, mm-hmm. some artists just crossed those musical lines when back then, like, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> Jay was primarily New York. Big was primarily New York. You know, Q, pop. Like, Jay, I mean, X transcended those lines, man. And for him to do that, and you know, I don't really give a fuck about the addiction, man. Because, you know, white people, some of your favorite artists... Have battled addiction. Shoot, look yeah, at uh, what's battling. the dude? Uh, not and they um actors and actresses too. Uh, Iron Man. Yeah, uh, yes. Robert Downey was yeah. in. Uh, mm-hmm. Winona Ryder. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Elvis. Some of the huge stars. Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. So let's let's not you know. I have family members who who have been addicted to drugs. So I'm never one to be like, oh man, blah 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 blah. I know you know I've seen how how that yeah. can affect people and they can try their hardest to like kick that shit and just sometimes man you just, <clears throat> just can't. they just can't they got a, a chokehold on they, you yeah, can't let man, go they just they just can't so yeah. you know that's um that's sad man that's sad yeah. but yeah. Uh, prayers up to everybody affected by that personally and even if you're just a regular person like you know these four guys on this podcast hey, and, right and, now. and just to add real quick I don't mean to cut you off no, the but X had a way of praying that way it moves everybody mm-hmm. that, that hears it, that, that hear him pray. Like, the dude was special, man. Like, he could just, off the top of the dome, say a prayer that'll touch everybody, man. Mm-hmm. So, the, the dude, he was, he was spiritual. Um, I think I think the, the, the world has, has lost uh, somebody great, you know, even though with his past and everything, but he was a special dude, man. Yeah, he was. <clears throat> and, you know, he did a prayer on every single album he put out. He had a prayer yeah. on it. Which was kind of the thing he did, which I thought was cool. And um, he was working on an album now. Well, I think it just finished. Him and Swiss Beats, you know, was doing their thing. So um, if it ain't finished, I'm sure they'll, you know, put something together yeah. and make it complete. But, um, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing that, you know, because it'll be his last work. And um, <clears throat> another crazy story, me and um, Conception, y'all know Conception that work at the factory with us. Me and him was going to go see X like two years ago, man. They was coming with a Rough Riders tour down here. Which is a crazy story. They was coming to um, down here, and we was gonna go check them out. Um, actually, got the tickets and everything, and then X, they, they, well, the tour got canceled because X checked itself into a rehab, mm-hmm. so it canceled the whole tour. Of course, so we was like, dang. And I remember Sep saying, dang, I really wanted to see X this time because we don't know how much longer he gonna be around. You know, we know he, you know, battling, you know, addictions and stuff, and just and able then, to perform at that age. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, exactly. And then, um, and yeah, he still and then, brought the same energy, like. At, like I saw some recordings and he was like pretty much rapping over the tracks. Yeah, same energy, same dude. energy, same energy. And then him and Snoop just did that verses a few months ago, and he was you know energized and doing his thing on that. I mean, a little out of breath because you know he put on a little weight yeah, and stuff, but that would come with age. Yeah, he probably so, did this type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So you know, but it was good seeing that verses, man. That was a good one, and um, yeah, man, he still had it. So when he put out this album, or when Swiss or whoever puts this album out, I definitely I um, I'm gonna check it out. It. Yeah, everybody okay. going, you yeah. know. See what it sound like, but yeah, man, we got to keep pushing on. But um, 
his his um <clears throat> his legacy would definitely live on. Like I said, he he did some great things. He was his music was good. Like you said, he was passionate in his music and everything. So um yeah, man, we just keep pushing on. But once again, I just say condolences, and I think that's a big uh, that's a dope thing for Jay and Beyonce to do that for those kids. Because I mean, we don't know financially, you know, as far as what X has set up for his kids. Hopefully, it was something, but. If not, it sound like those masters, you know, that Jay and um, Beyonce, you know, bought or whatever would definitely take care of those kids for life. So, yeah, yeah, that's good, yeah. man. Hey, so, before you know. we move on, um, I was just talking to um, Drew from the Bush League podcast last night. X passed um, yesterday, right? With yeah, officially. officially. I think that was a day after the third year anniversary of um, Haddock passing, which was kind of coincidental to me, but um, I want to say RIP to my boy Bernard Haddock. It's been three years now, and um, miss you, bro. I mean, yeah. another yeah. special one lost in the month mm-hmm. of April, but <clears throat> mm-hmm. three years now. Oh, yeah. RIP. Yeah, man. And that, again, before we, we move on, that kind of harkens back to what we you know, what was brought up in the last, you know, part, the episode we did, and it was just about, like, life, just how fast, like, life moves on, and you wake up, and that shit is, that shit is, is you know, had up somebody I used to talk to, you know, I, of course, I w- wasn't as close as, you know, uh, Jay will and, you know, T'Challa, but, you know, that was somebody who every time I saw him, it was love, it wasn't never no, you know, I couldn't say, oh, that was my best friend in the world, but, that was a solid fucking dude, man. He, the energy was always good. He was always smiling. He was always joking. You know, he blinked a little bit too much for me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but nah, but and that's you know that's a dude like oh man, you know working now in shape, and then you wake up and that shit is like yeah you know so that if anything man that teaches me to be like yo bro, if you want to like live. Go live, bro. You want to do some shit? Do some shit. Don't hold no grudges, yeah, man, because they ain't going to do that and bring you down. Don't, don't keep that shit on your, your yeah. spirit because you could wake up. I could leave here, and then, you know, the last time I talked to my son was this morning. And then, you know, I don't want that to be an argument. Yeah. I don't want that to be me yelling at him or anybody. Yeah. And it's just like, man, like, like life is it's short, man. It's yeah. short. And then you look at, oh, man, he had 50 years. That ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you think about what he could have had, yeah. so mm-hmm. you know that's sad, man. But mm-hmm. hey, if y'all listening, go live, man. Go live and do some shit. Y'all want to, you know, snort coke? Snort. Hey, man, do, <laughs> do, do, do you <laughs> live your life, hey, man? You only live once, you only right? Live once. And you know, um, I was I was uh, reading I was reading a book, and the life expectancy of our ancestors. Was a hundred, you know, the average life expectancy was like over a hundred years old for our ancestors. So, you know, genetically, we we can live longer than we, we supposed do. to, yeah. dude. Yeah, we, we but live it's, longer it's, than it's, we. It's the world and pretty much the stuff that they put in your foods and yeah. how things are made and processed. Yeah. That's what's shortening our lives, giving us disease, stress that you have now exactly. that you didn't have back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, so stress adds a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, on the sun brighter, uh, Nori, you're you're a Carolina fan, right? Yeah. Why did Hubert Davis hmm. tell us that he had a white wife and was proud of? <laughs> and his name Dave? Yeah, Hubert, Hubert Davis. Davis. Right? Yeah, Why Hubert did he Davis. tell us he had a white wife? Proud. 
Yeah, he proud to have a white wife, he said, and proud to have, you know, proud of his mixed kids, man. I don't know, man. But Hubert, Hubert Davis, the first black coach at North Carolina. Yeah. And, you know, just to give some backstory before Nori gone, mm-hmm. he was hired at North Carolina. He was an assistant coach under Roy Williams. Um, he played for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, in his introductory press conference, uh, you know, unprovoked, he said, I'm a black man and I'm proud to have a white wife. Yeah, it was it, it was kind of weird and awkward, man. I don't know where kinda. it came from. And you think yeah. she told you think you think she told nah, me you no. go on there and you, you let people the know world, you better let the world know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That it came from I, out of nowhere. Yeah, but it, it was out of nowhere, and I don't even know if he explained it because I'm sure all the questions and people asking him, yo, and he'd hear people talking. But I don't even know if he came out and explained it. He probably said, fuck it. I ain't got to explain myself. I said what I, I said, said what and I it said. is what it is. <laughs> but I don't know. that. It just was weird, man. I don't know why he came out and felt like he had to say that and had to let that be known. Um, I don't know. It, it, I, don't, I, I can't even say much, man, because I don't know why he did it. It, it just was it, it just was different. But, um, I mean, besides that, hopefully he can, he, he can coach them to some good seasons. I mean, he's following a uh, Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame coach. So, um, like I said, hopefully he can he can he can do his thing. But he already got people talking, and he already <laughs> behind the eight ball. I mean, come on, storied franchise or storied uh, school that's known for basketball. I mean, he he got a lot of work ahead of him, man. And starting off by saying some some you know wild, weird, out of out of nowhere stuff ain't looking good for him. But I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see how it go from there, man. Yeah. I think if anything, like it was a little weird yeah. for, for it to be like, like it was unprovoked. I mean, I don't even get, and it's not the, oh, because he had a white, I just don't get why he brought it up. Like to me, it just didn't make any sense. No, it didn't. Like didn't. it was like, yeah, man, I'm, yeah, we're here to talk about basketball, but yeah, I'm, I'm proud to be a, 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 you know, it just didn't make sense, no, man. It didn't make sense. So, you know. And I don't think people are knocking him for having a white wife. I think people are knocking him for the fact that he just said it like so out of nowhere. And I'm proud, like I'm, like I'm proud my kids are mixed. And it's like you can be proud of a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. your wife is your wife. Mm-hmm. Your your spouse is your spouse. Yeah. Like I'm proud of her accomplishing this. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of her accomplishing that. But I'm proud that she's white. I didn't even need to know you were married, bro. Just come yeah. coach this team, man. Yeah. 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 Like, tell us what you're going to do. The, like, it's the, the weirdest thing. Like, you yeah. proud of her being white? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm proud of her being my wife, doctor, whoever, whatever. Yeah. You know what uh, I'm saying? I'm proud but of her accomplishment. accomplishment. Not of somebody race. Like, yeah. that's the weirdest thing, dude. Like, yes, yeah, and he hasn't came out and like responded Cleaned to it up. Nah, yeah, nothing. He probably just like, eh, it was a few days ago now, so they probably just let it just let it fade away. I guess. So to speak, Hubert Davis say, "Fuck y'all." Nigga. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's what he said. Yo. I'm in the house. That's what I said. Fuck it, it's over. Yeah, Move man. on. I'll see y'all next basketball season. Yeah. He, he probably say we'll forget hey, about it by then. I think that it's North Carolina, so it, it ain't gonna hurt him recruiting wise. But some some kid gonna be like, "Nope." They parents gonna be like, "Nope, you're not going there." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That could, yeah, that so, could happen for sure. Yeah, right. Especially with the way things are starting to turn now with recruiting. A lot of kids who's good start to go to the HBCUs. HBCUs so yeah. we're gonna see how that wave ride and how many kids gonna. Yeah, gonna th- do that. that's that's a good question that T'Challa uh, just pointed out that I I didn't even think about prior to now, and we can kind of I guess move off of Hubert Davis, but it was something that I wanted to bring up, knowing that 
I, I think as far as football may be a little different. So let's say basketball. I think T'Challa, let's say your son is 6'8", destined to go to the league. If he's a pro, he's a pro. Mm -hmm. No matter what school he mm -hmm. goes to. What would stop anybody's son from picking FAMU over Duke? Because if you're a pro, you're a pro. And Zion, no matter what fucking school he went to, he was only going to stay there a year. Mm -hmm. So what do you think needs to change for Zion to say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm only, going, I'm only going to college for a year anyway. Let me pick FAMU. Let me pick uh, Howard. Let me pick, you know what I'm saying, Grambling. Let me pick schools I like that. I think it started at home. It's, it's, if you, uh, a kid who destined for the, the pro no matter what, it's what your family, if you listening to them, it's what they tell you. Like, uh, take for instance, Master P. He knew, I mean, all the offers he got. His son can go anywhere. Yeah, and he knew, I think he said, uh, uh, where did he go? Um, he picked. Um, Tennessee something. Tennessee State? Tennessee yeah. State, yeah. He said they came in late, but I, 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 don't, I don't believe that they came in late. He knew he was going to be a game changer and try to start this new the wave. little schools like that are some of the first ones you get. Yeah. yeah. Like, you get some of the best players coming out of those schools. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I want to see what's going to happen next. Because if it's my son and if we're we going to change the way this whole landscape is changed as far as how the dominant schools get to do pretty much this, that, and the other compared to the HBCUs or the smaller schools, but you destined to go to pro – we finna change the game. You're gonna be a pro no matter where you go. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, you you play with other elite players. So you can get maybe one or two more players to come with you. To Yo, come bro, with you. Bro, let's yeah, go here. I, I think yeah. it was, I think it come I think it comes from the whole systemic and stigma. Because think about it. Before schools were segregated, we had those HBCUs. We can only go to those HBCUs. We couldn't go to the Alabamas and the Florida States and the Floridas and stuff like that. We couldn't go to those schools. So uh, the only thing that we could do was go to those HBCUs. And we had the Negro League and stuff like that. We had our own leagues. But once they said, okay, now we can go to, we can cross over and go to those schools, now it's, almost, it's like now our schools are not good enough anymore. In order for us to make it or be whatever, we have to go to the big-name white schools. But it, it, and, oh, oh, go ahead. We have to go to the big name white schools, and then once that once that trend started to where everybody felt in order to get into the NFL, we have to go here. Then more and more they start to devalue, you know, going to an HBCU over going to these big name um, schools. The thing of it was back then the the bigger colleges and schools knew that some of the best athletes was at these HBCUs. And they trying to win. So they went to the HBCUs and were like, hey, if you come here, you'll be known nationally, you know, or probably all over the world. You get more exposure. You can go to the NFL or NBA, whatever, by going to all the school quicker than you would that little college in such and such town that nobody going to never see on TV. Exactly. You know, so, so do, you, you, do you think it's yeah. stuff like but, facilities and stuff that matter too? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but the definitely. Same, listen, the, the, the same way that they pour money into those schools. They could they, do the same they thing. They could do the same yeah, thing to the HBCUs. Well, more so those are private, like yeah. boosters and stuff, though. So they need... They need the money. They need the boosters from those schools. Like, yeah. I think uh, Robert Covington, who plays for the Blazers, he just gave Tennessee State, which he came from, he gave them a million and a half to build mm -hmm. a new, like, uh, sports facility. Mm -hmm. So he needs more guys like him to be like, yo, 
whoever got rich and you went to Howard, Morehouse, mm -hmm. Clark, let's group up and give something give back, back to like mm -hmm. yeah. Dion. You're at uh, Southern or wherever yeah. he is. Yeah, uh, Jackson, yeah, Jackson State. State. Let's get let's get some guys to be like, all right, our weight room doesn't look like Alabama's, but we can make it look like something. You know what? But I need you guys to come on in. And that's what I like about Dion. Dion went to that school and said, this ain't acceptable. He, he put his own money up. So he recognized oh, yeah. too. So. He said, the field, ain't this ain't playable. Yeah. We can't play on this. Yeah. He put money himself into the um, training facility. I think they probably got a new training facility, new field. I think the um, soccer team or baseball team or whatever. Like He's like, uh-uh, we ain't playing on this. This ain't the standard. Like, how, how can you be, how can you become elite if you plan on grass that look like, you know, just yeah. some raggedy jump where you're going to get hurt out here playing on this. Yeah. So, yeah, Dion changing the game. And I, I think it, I ain't going to say it started with him, but he's setting a trend now because he got his, his even his kids. He, he could spark change. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah so it, it's going to take boosters and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and former alumni to come back and put money back into the programs which they came from. So it could be yeah. done. Like yeah. your cousin said earlier. We got to start believing in ourselves mm -hmm. and start going out on that limb and start doing stuff that we wouldn't normally do because we've never been told over a hundred, four hundred years that oh you can't do this, you can't do that. So it's 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 been embedded in our in the back of our minds to where oh we better not do this or we better go to this college if we want to mm -hmm. get known and hired and all this kind of but, stuff. But but let me ask y'all this: Do y'all think? It would be a drastic change because I would I, I do think it'd be a drastic change that'd catch on if let's say all the black players at Alabama just all up and went to an HBCU. How many people you think really gonna go and watch Alabama now? Same same thing with who who who's another big Clemson or because they ain't gonna be winning no more. Yeah, Florida, Ohio be, State. Because yeah. because the people are going and watching those schools because of the black players. Cause they're the majority of the star players. Mm -hmm. So if those black players went to an HBCU, guess what? Everybody, even whites, gonna start watching their college football. And they they're game, gonna, they're gonna, start getting televised. It, yeah. yeah. And then that's when, then that's when they'll go. And then now all the HBCUs will be on national prime and, time. And that's the thing. Yeah. Once you get that TV deal, yeah. that's where yeah, your that's money start coming in. You know, so. The, it, the game could change. At the end of the it, it day, can. the money is in us still. Yeah, it, I mean, we still hold the power. No, we yeah, still hold the power. We watching, yeah, we watching the game. We buying the merchandise and all that stuff. So, no, and it's, I'm it's, saying the money is in us as in black athletes is what they're watching. Yeah. If oh, you yeah. took them and moved them from those schools, that's where everybody's going to go to watch. Mm -hmm. That's You know, everybody's going to watch to these, these yeah. star players. Yeah, they are. Now, it's a couple of them. Um, I follow a couple of them on Instagram. It's a couple of high school players now. I'm talking about basketball in particular. That um, four- and five-star recruits, and they have came out openly and said they are considering HBCUs. Mm -hmm. They said they're going to visit Mikey. The Mikey yeah. kid in particular, I follow him. And he's, yeah, five-star, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he he's going to be good. And he's um really considering it. Now, will he do it when it comes down to it as far as going? I don't know. He's going to visit some, and maybe he will. But it, it's going to take someone like him to start changing and the game, bring some people funny thing is, some. both his parents went to went to HBCU. Yeah, so, so he might he might actually might. do it. Yeah, and if he does, like you said earlier to uh, T'Challa, um, you know all these guys, him in particular, like they grow up with other guys and play tournaments and 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 um AAU. So he's already befriended and has a bond with some other five star guys that's going to eventually go to college and go to the league eventually. So he should team. 
you know, we, team we, up with them now. Like, yo, let's go to bro, this we only college going together. For, we only going we for only a going year. We only going for one year. Let's go put it on. Mm-hmm. It don't we matter if we do our shit. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bring money, get them on TV, mm-hmm. and then, you know what I'm saying, go into the league and do our thing. Look, but it don't, it don't matter if we're going to Ohio State, Florida, we stay in there for a year. Yeah. yeah. Let's, yeah. Yo, let's stack up the schedule, put anybody who's willing to play us on the schedule. Yeah. We're going to go whoop their ass, yep. and then that's going to show it don't matter where you where fucking you going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it don't matter where you fucking go. But. Especially with college basketball, it proves every year when you have the March Madness. Unpredictable. You have these schools that nobody never heard <laughs> of. Cinderella teams yeah. always. Yeah, they, call, they love calling yeah. them Cinderella. Yeah. But these dudes been balling just the same yeah. way your kids been balling. Yep. Who was the one this year? Or, or Roberts? Yeah. 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 Or Roberts was so, the one. Yep. Beat, they beat Ohio State. Yeah. Beat, beat Florida. Yep. When so. you said that, the first thing that came to mind was, uh, what's the dude named from Orlando that be doing the um, skits? A Florida Gator and the Dallas Cowboys. Fan. Oh, uh, 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 black dude. I forgot his name though. I forgot his name. That uh, guy starts with a C. I think. I forgot his McGruger name. McGruger or something. Uh, uh, McGruder. Like something that. like that. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, he said, "How do you get beat by a school named Oral Roberts?" <laughs> do you say you're a Gator fan? Yeah. Yeah, they beat. They beat. Florida. Yeah. They beat yeah. <laughs> he said the first thing you think about is like brushing your teeth or something. Oral Roberts. <laughs> Yeah, that McGregor dude. I know who you're talking about. He's yeah, funny. I didn't know he was dude. from Orlando, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. I didn't even know that. Yeah. He's a big yeah. UCF fan, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he had Gators and the, and the um, Cowboys. Cowboy, yeah, yeah, I know he always. Yeah, I know he was a Cowboy. He's funny, fan, man. So. That dude. Yeah, now he's funny. Yeah, yeah, McGregor or something. I know you're talking something. about. Something. But yeah, man, um, I think, you know, back to our point, if it, those guys just got to put money into the place, man. Put money into mm-hmm. the place, get the facilities up, then transfer that to, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, sprucing up the buildings, to, mm-hmm. you know, better food, better equipment. Mm-hmm. And then once that fuck, because that's all kids give a fuck about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, is the food good? Look. And is the, you know what I'm saying? If, even if what you what kind of shit they going to give us? Even, so, if you, even if you didn't attend uh, HBCU, but you attended one of these big name schools, but you was able to make it, a lot of the kids that go to them HBCUs came out of the same neighborhoods as y'all. So if y'all going to give tax write-offs, I mean, because a lot of them get tax write-offs yeah. for it. If you're going to do it, why not sold into an HBCU to help get them on a level to where they can compete with these other schools with recruiting? You know who do who does that? Uh, Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Like, he give he give back yeah, to HBCU. And it ain't got to be the school he went to. Yo, he, be wearing, he been wearing some dope shit. Yeah. Man, like the sweaters mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah he he give back. Yeah. Like, that's one player yeah. I know for sure that... Yeah. That definitely gives hey, back best to hometown, hometown kid right there. Yeah, I, my I, hometown. I, I, I like, I like Chris <laughs> Paul, CP. Man. Yeah, yeah. CP so, does do that. And I think, I right. think if he if he sparked that, because like all last year in the bubble, I think like every day he wore like a different mm-hmm. sweater yep. or something from H. Like, guess if he got like he got powerful friends, Lebron's, mm-hmm. Carmelo's. Mm-hmm. Yo, let's just go this year. We're gonna give it to Howard. Next year we're gonna give it to you know Grambling. Mm-hmm. Next year we're gonna give it to you know Norfolk. Norfolk, next year is going to be somewhere different, mm-hmm. Hampton. And then before you know it, like, we've built up all these schools, and now it's just to get out there and, Recruit. you know, get the kids. But yeah. I, I think that's the hard part, man. It's so ingrained yeah. in us, white kids. I mean, because white kids go to HBCUs too. Black mm-hmm. kids to be like, oh, man, why wouldn't I want to go to Alabama? Alabama puts this amount of players mm-hmm. in the league. So I think it will be harder for football because you got to stay there. That TV contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. but basketball, I think it will be – not as easy, but you know it, it takes easier some work than to football. Yes, yeah. it'd be easier to football. I think to convince some kids. But like T'Challa said, it does. Like the parents got to work on them too to be like, yo, 
yeah. consider this. This is not what just, we do. Oh, we got Florida. We're going to Florida. Like, no, like really look at eat, Let's just take a visit. Let's take a visit and see how you like the energy of the school, the yeah. vibe of the school. You know what I'm saying? Got the facilities. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, you never know. You may like it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, hey, but this one thing COVID has done, it now brought about some type of change to where people like a lot of things has changed since COVID, not just your lifestyle, but the way like, you know, we got this movement to where they're getting rid of a lot of the old ways and then like a lot of sports, business, things are changing slowly, but it's changing. So I like to see where this wave go with um, HBCUs and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because back in the days, HBCUs was, was the junk. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and they put out a lot of athletes, a lot of uh, doctors and lawyers, and all of that. Entertainers. Yeah. yeah. So, Shannon, Shannon Sharp went to a... Uh, mm-hmm. HBCU. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, not saying that it can't come back. I think it will. It's just happening slowly because we used to seeing stuff happen so fast with the day and age that we live in. But I think it's, it's coming. I went to a FAMU, and a lot of it is how it's presented to you because the facilities there compared to down the street at FSU mm-hmm. is night and day. Yeah, yeah. So it's like some of the high school kids coming in there, their gyms are probably better than the Didn't FAMU it, yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah. Like, a and that's a shame, is, dude. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a shame. It, it really is. So a lot of it's just, if it's presented to them in a different way, because they're just thinking of that and there, because that's what they spend most of their time. So if you can give them just a better gym, better weight room, better cafeteria, like, mm-hmm. that's the shit that matters to them. Yeah. Really. Yeah, that, that's all them kids give a fuck about. Yeah. Exactly. So think mm-hmm. about if you got kids, like, playing football in Texas, my high school stadium held 100,000. Yeah. Gramlin's holes 20. Why yeah. the fuck would I go yeah. to Gramlin? So you have to start like updating when football is fucking king in Texas with these high schools they shut down some towns on Friday night to yeah. go to the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really I think you know HBCUs really just gotta you know so you think, just gotta up their game. You think uh, HBCUs have this bad stigma. I remember what it was about three four years ago you had all these HBCUs that was under investigation for mismanaging money. The the, the presidents of the colleges was mis, mismanaging money. Well, to be honest, so, I've never heard of that, so I wouldn't yeah, be able to uh, speak on it. Bethune, I, I never Bethune heard about Cookman it. was one of them. Morris Brown was one of them. I think uh, Edward Waters College was one of them. It was it was like four or five HBCUs that they said uh, mismanage money. Mm-hmm. Um, but big schools do that too, though. Yeah. They're doing no, pay, pay saying, to get in. But, but I'm saying, do you think a, a lot of uh, a lot of that negative, a lot of that negative press would it give give that stigma to where because like, like I think you that say, was around prior to but, that though. Prior to like them kids don't give a fuck about that managing money. I think the whole no, I'm, know, talking H- as far, I'm, I'm talking about as far as people. I'm talking about as far as people or donors uh, donate donating. I think that happens at big schools. I think happen, happen, that same thing happens at big schools with, you know, scandals and you got schools with the, the, the uh, but you, scandal with the chick but, from Full House but paying you, to get you in. You know, it's a double standard when it comes to those scandals, though. Like, that same scandal could come out with a big name white school and they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, that's normal. And it won't even get, it'll probably get maybe, it, it'll air on the TV once or twice and then you hear about it no how, more. How long ago was what? this? What were you talking about? About four years ago, about yeah, three, four I, I think years ago. I think the uh, the double standard for looking down HBUs HBCUs have existed before that, like long before anything to do with any money. I think 
uh, HBCUs are, are looked at as, you know, they lack when it comes to like education and the professors they get and, you know, stuff like that in the facilities. I, I think that was around prior to that. But my sister goes to FAMU. Um, I knew a couple people that went to Howard. I knew a couple people that went to BCC and they've, they've had no, no problems with it. No, no, no nothing. And my, like I said, my sister goes to FAMU now and she loves it. So I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, it's, it's HBCUs are looked at like schools and the projects. It's just like, you know, yep. I'd rather go to UCF, but can, if I can't get into UCF, I, I fuck it. I guess I'll go to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. FAMU. But some HBCUs are like prestigious, like Howard, like that's fucking top of the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Clark in Atlanta, that's fucking top of the line. Morehouse, that's fucking top of the line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just takes more of us to, you know, take pride in, you know, just attending those universities. I've heard people speak about HBCUs and say, yo, those were some of the best times of my life and the people that I met there. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down. Hands yeah. down, the experiences, like being around so many people that look like me, the best experience I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Hey. hey, man, yeah. Hey, here goes some notable players that went to HBCUs. Like you said, uh, Mel, Shannon Sharp, Steve McNair, Jerry Rice, maybe the best receiver ever, Michael Strahan, Walter Payton, one of the GOAT running backs ever, you know, Earl, Earl Monroe, Willis Reed. 11 championships stars. Stars. So those are stars. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of other names, but I'm kind of pointing the ones that's big names, names that's, you know. So Steve McNair went third overall mm -hmm. in the NFL draft. If you're pro, you're pro. Yeah. It (laughs) don't matter where you – now, I get you may get better coaches at those big schools and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I I understand. I understand. Mm -hmm. So that that starts from the top, too. Mm -hmm. You got to get more coaches to turn down. Yeah. The Alabama jobs and say, I want to go to blank. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like Dion is trying to do. Yeah. To say, yo, let's get some of these top rated position coaches mm-hmm. to turn down the Floridas. You got the motherfuckers who want to take a job just because it's Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. It's Division One. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So get those guys to come from the Wyoming's and the Bowling Green's and the Miami of Ohio to, yeah. to, to come down to these HBCUs. And I think. It got to start from the top, and then it'll trickle down to, you know, the support that they get, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, students that they get. Yeah, so it definitely will. Yeah. yeah, but you know, moving on, man. I, I wanted to talk to you guys about something because it was they were talking about it on um, Twitter, and it was a, a big back and forth. Recently, I put that uh, Vampire in Brooklyn was a, a terrible movie. <laughs> I saw that, you and, that. <laughs> and um, to me, it was terrible, but. I wanted to ask you guys because they, they were debating it. Let's say we were doing a, a versus type thing for a movie. Eddie and Denzel, who you taking? I'm I'm going I'm going Denzel. We could do five or ten, it don't matter. You you taking so if I if I ran off Eddie's list, Beverly Ooh. Hills Cop, Golden nah, Child, Harlem Nights, Harlem Nights. Uh, coming to America the first one. I don't know. Now I gotta rethink boom, boom, it. Boom, boomerang. I might, I, boomerang is one of my all-time. <laughs> I might have to rethink it. Honestly, even though Denzel, I think you talk about Eddie's greatest I, I, ten, but ten, if, only ten, only ten. Dog, that's hard. But now I, I might have to pull back I, on that. I, I think we have. To, I think we have to partner him up or partner Denzel up with somebody who make the same type movie because, like Eddie, 
if you had to go Eddie with somebody else that made comedy movies like Eddie and Adam Sandler or something like that, I have to go Eddie because Eddie comedy movies versus Adam Sandler comedy movies, you know. Eddie yeah. might win that 10-0. <laughs> The Water Boy mm-hmm. might get one for um Water Boy is funny though. <laughs> that might get one. Depending on which one it's matched up against for Eddie, but but Eddie will win, yeah. Eddie would definitely win. <laughs> but yeah, they they but, were debating because they were debating yeah. uh Will and Jamie. Will and Jamie, okay. Acting skills. And then they were debating uh like a versus with Eddie and uh and Denzel. And Denzel it, well if you had to pair Denzel up with somebody, I would say Denzel and Samuel Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was thinking too. And I and I would go Denzel, Denzel might win that ten. Yeah, because we all talked about it before. I think on the pod, Sam Jack got some some terrible movies, man. <laughs> Snakes on the Plane, Black even, Black Girl, yeah, but even his, even his best ones. Pulp Fiction might be one that might but, get him one, and that might be a Time to Kill too. Time to Kill, Time to Kill. You got that'll probably win him the one. Django. Yeah, but it was yeah. very small. Yeah, role yeah, it was a smaller role than that. He wasn't lead, but Time to so, Kill probably more. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he was in the the Jungle Fever count. That's kind of a small role too. Even though he did his the little, role was yeah, Gator, but Gator, Gator, was the Gator man. you know, he's a crackhead. But it was yeah, we talking about leading roles, so you know, the negotiator. I thought that was a good yeah, one from yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he got some, but um, yeah, yeah Denzel I, I'm don't going have with that Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going with Denzel with that. So and but, I and I thought you know yeah I mean I guess the type of movie may may count because I mean thinking about it I don't really think Eddie has. Any serious movies, not not a hundred percent, and I don't think yeah. Denzel has any like quote unquote uh, comedy. Yeah, he don't. Because yeah, like, no. if you really want to run down, okay, put it like this: if you really want to run down Eddie's list, probably the only person you could match him with is Denzel. That's how good it is. Yeah. When we talk about life, <laughs> Boomerang, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, <laughs> Norbit, Nutty Professor. All of nice. like all, there's like the only Will Smith is like the next one you can really put him against. Yeah, yeah. and then he probably beats he probably beats Will Smith. Like I think Maybe, Eddie yeah. like really gets overlooked for like how fucking long good. and long he been his doing category. It. Is. Yeah, his, mm-hmm. I mean his his catalog it's fucking good. Yeah, it's real good. It's good, it's but strong. I guess because you know like T'Challa said, you know it's long and. Uh, but like, <laughs> <laughs> gotta take that back. <laughs> you know how he doesn't. <laughs> you know because he's not as active, he, yeah, he now, gets overlooked. Yeah, now we so, got. Yeah, he don't really give a fuck about making movies. Yeah, no because they, back That's in the, back when I was growing up, Eddie was the junk. Like yeah, stand up and then movies. Like mm-hmm. the dude is a beast, man. And he paved the way for. Mm-hmm. He definitely did. Yeah, and he um. So you put Denzel. O- y'all put Denzel over Eddie. Nah, oh, that's hard. Dog. You, I, I gotta you, break you know it down what? and look at. But but, the but you movie know what? Side what? by side, it'll be they, close. They, it'll be it, close. It's a one A one B type thing. Yeah, it'll yeah. be close. It'll be close. But if I had to say all around for the business, I would go with Eddie because I'll tell you why. Writer, director. Actor in his own movies, multiple roles. Yeah, in some in some of those. And movies. Denzel, a lot of movies was he he was just pretty much Denzel. Well, he just, was, just he was actor, the actor, just actor. Yeah. or he was the producer. You know, so Eddie played. He he had multiple roles in his movies as far as the business part and the acting part. That you know, for me, would go further 
than just acting as a, in a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think you know. Thinking, of, I, I'd probably take Denzel. You know, Malcolm X. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. as, as, as far as, as far as the acting, though, right? Just as far as like picking a catalog. If I had to do like five versus five, I'd probably take Denzel. Eddie, Eddie would be close, but just some of the roles like I've seen, didn't like so you I, know, I, Man I, on Fire. Okay, like, I, I, I think what you pick Denzel. I think what you'll probably Q. have. To, I think what you'll probably have to do is just um, line up. Five movies. That's why I said I got another five movies, movies and then the just movies, and just say who you pick, just uh, because because your five favorite may not be my five favorite. Some some of those are universal though. Yeah, then, some of those are universal. And I don't, I don't yeah. even think they're in the same category. Then if yeah. you want to put them side by side, it's different. That's why I say Eddie, Eddie, a different. lot of Eddie stuff is comedy. Yeah, and you said you would put Samuel Jackson to compare with Denzel, but then y'all named the movies that Samuel done and Denzel. It's not even a comparison with them. The only other person I think you probably could put in that category with Denzel is Will Smith. As far as hits and movies. Like, Will put out hits, movies. Like, Denzel put out hit movies. Those are the only two you can compare. So, so, so we'll switch it from we'll switch it from Eddie. We'll switch it from Eddie and Denzel to Will and Denzel. Well, well, I think Eddie has a case set to like being put. Yeah, the type of movies count, but like. I don't think Denzel has had a run like Eddie. Like that mm-hmm. run Eddie went on with Beverly Hills Cop, Boomerang. Denzel ain't never went on a run like that in his life. Yeah. When I'm talking about like movies, bang, 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 bang. Like reference. Yeah. Like you know, like within a couple years, Denzel ain't never went on a run like that. That Beverly Hills Cop, Boomerang, Harlem Nights. So coming to America. The only person you now you since you put it now you got to compare Eddie and Will. For his, no, Will has went on a run like that. Yeah, yeah. Will is definitely Will is definitely went on a run. Yeah, to where he nah, could that's, that's a good point because yeah. Will went on a run to where he it was like within a two three people year span. Waiting. Yeah, people were waiting for hundred yeah. million dollar movies. Yeah. Boom, boom. He, he, I think he hold the record for continue um consecutive hundred million dollar movies when he went on that run. We talking yeah. about Will Smith. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know Quiet is kept. I heard it on a, another. I think a, a movie podcast that like Wesley went on a run. Like that, yeah. yeah. To where yeah, it was yeah. like uh, Passenger Fifty Seven, New Jack City, mm-hmm. a white man can't jump. Yep. Like a fucking run, Blade. Like the run that run he went on was like, goddamn. Like yeah. that was that yeah. was pretty good. So, but you kind of forget about him too because he got a lot of people. And hey, all this that, would so everybody kinda... forget. A lot of them, they first movies was from Spike Lee joints. Yep. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee yeah. put a lot of them on. Yeah, yeah. Denzel Wesley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Samuel, Samuel, yeah. yeah, you know Spike. I think he gets like a bad rap. He do, you know, mm-hmm. for um, how he is. But I mean, I can say the same about, you know, and it's not even a race thing. But I think once you reach that level of success, like a certain arrogance comes with you. You know, like Quentin Tarantino probably gets the same way. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Spike Lee probably gets the same rap. You know, once once these guys reach a certain level of notoriety and, and you know you the jump yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you you develop that you get a you know oh man he's hard to work with he's hard to work with he, he expects you know, a certain thing yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. you know and i think with spike lee he's not as active you know but fuck i'm 60 70 years old so yeah. what you what you expect yeah, he not he not mm-hmm. did what he not had to do yeah yeah so staying on, on tv y'all seen snowfall Man, yes, <laughs> you saw the most recent episode. Yeah, yeah man, that's man. the best show on TV, man, hands down. 
Crazy. So everybody saw. Hey, I say one A, one B for me. You know. I know. I know. I know. We know. We know your other show. Eggy ain't here to dog it either. Seal team, baby. Seal team, boy. That's the show. We know that. So everybody saw it. Yeah. So how Franklin get out of this? Dog. His his buddy gonna help him out. Who? The uh, CIA, Teddy. Oh, he gonna yeah. have. He gonna have to. But see, I, I thought Teddy was like, "Yo, don't trust nobody." Blah 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 blah. But I thought he was trying to make it be like, "Yo, me neither." I don't trust too. me neither. Yeah, don't trust nobody, including yeah. me, because yeah. if shit yeah. broke bad, I'm throwing you up under yeah. the bus. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna find somebody so, else. I thought most people from you know looking online took that as, "Oh, he put that together with the chick, and it kind of clicked." Well, I think that clicked later. Yeah. But I took that as the way he said that. Don't trust nobody. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah, you're talking about yourself, too. Because mm-hmm. with the shit that he got going on right now, mm-hmm. that if I got to throw you up under the bus, I'm going to throw you under and the bus. And he's going dude. through a lot of pressure mentally. Like, Teddy or Frank? And he, or Teddy. Teddy. Oh, yeah, he Teddy. on that powder, man. Yeah, they both, yeah, yeah he, he messed up right Yeah, now. he messed up. And his brother mm-hmm. died. And then what his dad told him, too. Yeah. And then that director that, putting pressure on yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But it's they crazy. done signed up for another season, though, so you oh, know oh, it's yeah. more fire Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. But, yo, y'all knew... um. Y'all knew the Asian reporter had to get, she had to, somebody had to take her out. I thought oh, Franklin she was going to get her. You know, she, I know she, she ain't dead. He, he yeah. put her to sleep and he said, yo, next, next time, time you won't. Yeah. But I mean, now she's going to be, she oh, yeah. already a little shook, but now she really going to be like, ah, let yeah. me just fall back. But um, but they already get pressure so? from from the um. Yeah, I think she gonna fall back. I mean, she she strong willed. She might be like, yo, she gonna pull my story out anyway. But so what you thought? What you thought that was that they gave her then? Something to just make her go to sleep? Yeah, yeah. Put her feel, to sleep. Feel threatened? To be yeah. Like, yo, they knocked me out. And they look at how they got my house. To me. Yeah, yeah, they got, how they got, got, got my house. She's still in her apartment. Because her husband, yes, her husband told her. Her husband told her said, don't don't do this. Ex husband. Yeah, ex husband. We know they were still married. No, no, they got divorced. Remember, he told her prior, like, yo, leave this shit alone. Yeah. When he yeah. when she first came to him and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, you really want to go against the government?" He was like, "Yo, nah, winning. leave this shit alone. Yeah. Leave this winning. shit alone." And then Franklin told her when they had the meeting, he said, "Your family, pretty much your family, can be touched." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh, you threatening me?" And she he was like, "You saying like you? I'm, I'm, I'm the one you got to worry about. It's not him. It's not me. It's them. <laughs> it's them. Yeah. Yeah. The government gonna be on your ass. Yeah, that shit good, man. <laughs> but now this this season, the snowfall just being." Crazy, crazy. It's just, it's been good all the other seasons, but this season, just at the end of every show, you just like, what the? So many twists. It's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. They doing some good writing, man. Yeah, yeah they, they doing some they good are. writing over But my, my whole thing is, everybody have a role to play. Everybody have a lane to be in. Mm-hmm. So when, when, like when Franklin, he was always the brains. Mm-hmm. Whenever they've done what he say do and how he say do it, they have no problems. Every time somebody want to take the lead on something or go off and do something con- contrary to what he say, it always, you know, fall further and further off the rails. So he have to run around and try to fix it and put it but, back together. Let me ask you a question. But good leaders should always be open to opinions and suggestions, though, right? Yeah. So if if uh, Uncle Jerome said, yo, I mean, maybe we, play, maybe we planned yeah, this wrong. You don't think Franklin should listen to him? Yeah, I do. I do think so, Franklin should, But do. a lot of that shit, like Jerome said, Franklin has gotten them into, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you, so he pick, not, yeah. you pick Man Boy when you should have picked Scully like Louie told you to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you got us into this shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Leon, we lost fat back because of some shit you got us into. Like, I wasn't even fucking with you at the time. And they were shooting at me mm-hmm. because they know yeah, I'm cool yeah. with you. True. So yeah. you've kind of got us. Yeah, you said you're going to get us out of this shit, but you got us into this shit. Yeah. So... But 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 uh, the thing with with Scully and Leon, the um, 
Man boy. No. Man boy and Scully. Was it's, fun, it's funny how they was beefing, but mm-hmm. uh, man boy's sister is his. Scully's old lady, mm-hmm. right? But Scully, you went and fucked with Leon. Shot at Leon. So because of Franklin. So your kid being killed is kind of your fault because you put your fam- you put your kid and your old lady. But they ain't gonna be- see that be- like because that. the same because the same dudes that you sent to shoot them up in the same car and everything. Mm-hmm. You you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I question on that? Uh, okay, you know, uh, the, the the wife or the girlfriend and the daughter. Why y'all even around with them niggas? Yeah, why, why you why you too. why you got your kids in around the car that. with all these shooters, knowing that as yeah. soon as Leon recognized, and to Leon's credit, of course he he killed a little girl. That's that's not cool. He didn't know. He didn't even know it was. Yeah. I just saw them dudes. So mm-hmm. why would you even have your kid and your your girl and they in the car with them? They pulled out the gun on you know First. what I'm saying. So what y'all expect for them to do? Be like, oh okay, okay, can't you know? shoot, yeah, shoot back. Yeah, so. That's yeah. that's number one. Like, why were they yeah, even I, in the I car? That too. Like, why? With yeah, them? yeah. Like, you could have. They could have taken anywhere. And Leon wouldn't. Leon wouldn't have even known what they looked like because mm-hmm. he had never seen them before. Exactly. He recognized the mm-hmm. dudes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh. yeah, that's just yeah. crazy. And with that, um, what y'all think about this? You know, Leon got the uh, the bounty on his head or whatever. If you was Franklin. Wouldn't you get Leon just out of there? Leon, we don't need you around us because you putting us in harm because the girl just got shot. Uh, uh, you know, Louis, um, Louis, yeah, Louis, Louis, Louis got shot. So every episode, Leon's still hanging out and about with them. I'm like, I'm like, that's crazy. I would be like, Leon, we're going to, yo, hit, yo, hit this, uh, chick, we get you out of town, period. You laying low. She only recognized Leon. That's it. In the and, car, and, she was like, yo, there he go there right go. there. So boom, I'll be like, anytime Leon is out and about with them, he putting them all in harm. So I, I, don't y'all think I mean, that's weird? Like, yo, I'll Le- be like, Leon, just lay low. Le- you Leon can't be should, out with Leon, us right Franklin now. Franklin told it, him. He had him in the apartment. Yeah, Leon yeah. should have been gone right out of the shooter. Right out of the shooter. I would have put him but, out of town. You'll but, go out of but, town, but, lay low. Franklin way of thinking was since they gave up fat back for the murder. It, it's all good now. That even the family members were like, yeah. Okay, now we, but see, we, but we good. But still. Remember yeah. the wife? No, it wasn't fat yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. So. But remember, remember one when he had Leon hiding out in the, in the parking lot, I mean, in the apartment. apartment. Remember, Leon was in the projects. Mm-hmm. And, and remember, they started shooting at him then, and he ran. No, he went and, to the projects. The yeah. apartment was somewhere totally different. No, I'm saying, he when they had him hiding out in the apartment, remember he left and went to the projects. Mm-hmm. And then remember, they started shooting at him. He ran and jumped in the car with uh, Franklin, Franklin. Him, and they pulled off. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the only one that can really identify Leon as the shooter is the mama. I, it's the to little be honest, girl. I, I would have killed her. Yeah. yeah. So, Fuck it. I didn't so, already killed everybody. So, so she the one. So she, yeah. yeah. So so she the one that he should have went on ahead and took out because he that was the only witness they left alive in that car. Leon left alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then if he killed her, he got to kill Man Boy. Cause Man Boy gonna want vengeance for his sister's death. But now. my thing is, at that point, and you know, Scully, you don't know who yes. would have killed her. Now, yes, they would because the cops was like, "Yo, we matched." Fingerprints, mm-hmm. so that would have came out later anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because they was like, yo, the, the shells or the cases we picked up from the uh, the DNA match, Leon. So it would have came out on TV anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, that that's. that's crazy. I, I think I think they left. Uh, I think this is the first season where Franklin seems to be like uh, unraveling mm-hmm. and a little shook, and he don't really have a grasp and a grip on like how to take care of shit. Because like seemingly, like. Everything this season has been a step ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Like he's all he's a step too slow on the on the news lady shit. That, and you know what? And that got something to play. I think 
um, with him getting shot from the other season. Now he on the um, he using the cane. Mm-hmm. It, it all tied like. I think it come from, um, but he's I think, not step behind. I think, it, nah, I think it come from his attention being split. No, no what you I'm remember, saying, if you, if you tie like like Da just said, he's been a step behind. Think mm-hmm. about it, a step behind. He's on the cane, mm-hmm. like. You ain't, you ain't woke enough, Mel. Joe, hey. y'all going too deep. You, hey. you ain't woke enough, baby. You don't, you don't pick, come on, man. You got to peep the science, hey. man. You got to peep the mathematics, no, man. But, but, a step slow, a step. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> no, but what is it? What I'm saying? A step. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. You gotta listen, man. Come on, man. Donations. Donations. <laughs> Donations. <laughs> nah, hey, but you, you you know the first few seasons, the only thing the only thing Franklin was fer- was focused on was, was the, the drug business. Because he was he not, had two legs then. Now, no. and now, now it's split because he's trying to go legit. He's trying to focus on the real, real estate, estate and doing that stuff with his mom. Mm-hmm. And then he 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 missing or not. As involved, he, he he's giving orders when it comes to the other business, but he's pretty much leaving them to make certain decisions. Well, let me ask you this: Then we see this with Ghost trying to go legit, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. trying to blank, 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 blank. It's the yeah. same leaving story. the decisions up to everybody else, yeah. and yeah. they fucking up. Same yeah. storyline. Let me ask you a question: Why does he need that? I I I mean, I I understand why he he wants to like partner with him, but why he need that black realtor dude? If we if you saw them statements, he had twenty one million. Why I need this black uh, real estate guy? When we got that type of capital, why we just can't go buy up shit that we want to buy up? He's a local politician, though. The 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 black guy mm-hmm. that he's trying to get in bed. So I thought he was a real estate guy. He, he needed for he needed for. I thought he was a real estate dude. That guy got he got judges. He got people in the politics, pocket, so we can get permits. So and, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So 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 we need you know I need that connection. You get shit through. Yeah, hey, that dude played in what other movie? Like his he, face he's is ba- so he bad. Cool. He, yeah, he's a he. He ain't right. Nasty. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, yeah. gangster yeah. and everything he played. Yeah. yeah, he is. It's on to be shy. Oh, oh yeah, he is. Yeah. He just came into yeah. the yeah. shy though. I think last season. He, he yeah, he that dude like the OG. OG. Oh yeah, the OG. Yeah, yeah you right. You right. Yeah. That came back. Oh, over your man, Duda, Duba, yeah. whatever. He yeah. came Duda. over him. Yeah, yeah, you right. Yeah. So I was thinking like, yo, why they need this dude? But now that you say he's that. You know, I can get you permits. I can get you licenses. He, he I can push it. Maker. I can push it through. Mm-hmm. Hey, so he made stuff happen at the uh, police department too. We getting that dude yeah. kicked yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that motherfucker gave that money back. Yeah. That he sent. He sent this boy to be like, "Nah, we straight." Yeah. We don't, we don't need, need that kind of attention. That type of. Yeah. So sissy, she she crushed, man. She thought mm-hmm. this was our way out. We got him. We good. So, but Franklin, when you got twenty one million dollars in the eighties. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We can we can get up. That's enough to do whatever we. Yeah. 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 In the eighties. Yeah. That's it. So yo, if you come up on that kind of money like they got twenty one million, and you living that life, wouldn't you just say yo, let's leave because we know it's gonna end one way or other, jail or we dead. So we got twenty one mil, we out. Let's just leave. I kind of think Teddy left him out the drop because remember first episode he went to Teddy. To try to get him to help squash the whole, well, you know, Teddy said um, I can't get involved. That yeah. type, that type yeah. of shit is on yeah. you. But it's still blowing back on them too because well, now it has. Yeah, yeah. now I have well, to. Well, Alton more so has yeah. blowed back on. Hey, he's the same one that was <laughs> Calvin. From yeah, the, uh, he, pay the fool. Pay the yeah. fool. Like yeah. you said you saw the meme. You can't trust yeah. him, boy. 
That motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, grimy, dirty like bag. Hey, Franklin had on pop this pops in the face with what? a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing is, I didn't see Alton. Like, why are y'all falling for the tricks of this reporter? You, and you know, yeah. you used to be a Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the two, the two Spanish dudes. Oh, she said she gonna get us a trial. Who is she to do that for y'all? Yeah. She don't got that type of. Cool. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. even with Alton, and when you know the people that y'all mess with will kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The government. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't out out and I don't. I didn't. I didn't get his play. He's on that so one, soft, man. man. Yeah, you know, and I yeah, thought he, it was gonna be Melanie who who told. Yeah. But from the first episode, yeah. she was like, "Yo, get the fuck out of here." Pretty ain't much. Seen her since. Yeah, Pretty yeah, much, she was like, "Yo, I'm not fucking with y'all." Yeah. You know, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Coincidentally and ironically, it happened without her saying anything because she was like, "Yo, if it's meant to be, mm-hmm. you'll get it, your you'll get your story." And ironically, she got it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So without she without Melanie's help. So so let me ask y'all this. Uh what do y'all think did, did y'all do y'all think Franklin made the right call when Manboy told him to give up Leon or should he have given up Leon? No, he should have listened to Louie in the very beginning when she told you Manboy is young, ambitious, he's always trying to take a mile when you mm-hmm. give him an inch, he's the person you should kill. Yeah. Why Franklin made that decision to still kill Scully when Louie said he's loyal, he do what the fuck he's supposed to do, he don't try to take too much and why he still chose Manboy, I don't and, and, and Franklin wasn't going to um, give up um, Leon Leon because Franklin about loyalty and people he can trust. Even though they was beefing. Even though they was mm-hmm. beefing, that was still his boy. You know, mm-hmm. we, they had so much past to where he wasn't finna just look at this incident that was going on now mm-hmm. and give his, that's his boy. Yeah. Even though uh, Leon was still mad with him and won't have nothing to do with him, that was his boy. So, mm-hmm. hey. Yeah, this is how to die. Yeah, I think he, yeah. I think he did right by not giving him up. But even though now, all the shit that's happening and all this is still adding up because Leon is still alive sucks. But I mean, like did, you, said, you, you thought old girl was was a snake? Oh, I knew she was because early on in a few episodes she, she was, was looking funny. Much, yeah, man, and she just be looking funny. And I said, yo, something ain't right about her. Yeah, why she yeah, came out of out of nowhere? Yeah, well, she got know, in his head. If and, you and, flashback, they I saw somewhere they flashback and remember the chick that used to own the club. The the one no. who was messing with Lou. Yeah, the owner. Older she lady, she yeah. mentioned that girl name. It was in like season two. She okay. like the t, t, t whatever her real yeah. name is. Mm-hmm. She mentioned her, but even this year it was like all right. She popped up at the party, but then when you started like, who is this white guy? Who is this? Who yeah, is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, here's my suggestion on what you could do for this, and it's like, why are you involving yourself in yeah this man, you business, know the yeah. business. So, yeah. and the fact Franklin didn't pick up on that sooner. Because he was too like busy. He, he got too much hey, going on. He, he was then, a step. Behind. Yeah, step behind. <laughs> I know, step behind. But then. Hey, them cookies will do that to you. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Hey. You know, he all he all in the hustle. He ain't even thinking right. Yeah. He, he ain't focused like normal. But He was you know, going over there to depress. Yeah, going hey. over there. He yeah, wasn't thinking you know. nothing about none of that, yeah. but getting getting up in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, I, I knew she was shady, man. I knew I was talking to somebody else. When they early on this season, maybe episode three or something, and I was like, "Man, that girl, you saw how you she know, looked." It always did, yeah, woman. yeah, I know. And then now we see, yep, she definitely dirty. And um, yeah, we're gonna see what Franklin do next episode. I guess they called her in the, in the apartment, making yeah. that call and stuff. So yeah, we'll see. She probably out of there. They got the guns drawn on her. <laughs> uh, your man do peaches. So yeah. we'll see. So, I don't ho- think they're gonna kill her, but know, hopefully, Franklin got Franklin has a plan. Um. I think he's going to try to maybe use User. her. Yep. But then it's like, yo, how can I trust you to actually do what I need you to do? Maybe I can offer you more money. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Knowing that you know I really won't do nothing to you. And you can't trust man, boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so, I will kill you. But, yeah, but, yeah. But, the, but the other thing is, 
uh, Jerome them already on their way over there, and she don't told man boy now. Yeah, that's they coming. They coming. Yeah, yeah. So and they got pages. They don't have no cell phone. He, he ain't gonna stop to make that call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah sure so ho- hopefully Jerome, you know, Come sees to like sense. bro. Yeah. Bro, you don't think they are gonna be waiting on you, bro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they even before she made that call, he was already like, yo, we we they gonna be expecting visitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, did, Le- did Leon? He turn walked, around and go with yeah, him? Yeah, he walked with yeah. him. Okay, so maybe Franklin can page him, and he's driving. Maybe he's driving. And he pull over? Yeah, and yeah. yeah. So Hey, we'll see. We'll see Wednesday night at 10 o'clock two, if you're watching in real time. Two, two episodes left, so. Yeah. They, and like to try to say, they, for the season. And they, uh, they've they already been greenlit for a fifth season, so. Mm-hmm. It's coming back. Who, who comes back? And yeah. if everybody comes back, that's yet to be seen. But, mm-hmm. you know, um. It's two episodes left in this, this fourth season, so it's been good. It's been good. Really? I caught on late, but it's uh, yeah, I know. It's been good. You wasn't watching that first. Yeah, I watched all, I watched all that yeah. shit in like a couple weeks. We, we talked so. about it. The rest of us were talking yeah, about it on the pod, and then they finally like, got on it and caught up. I'm like, man, they ain't watching that junk. <laughs> Shoot, good. They have glad you're on to, it now. They have nothing else to do at, at the factory. I'm like, let me check. Oh, what? Hey, hey, two hours later. Oh shoot, yeah. We've been longing for something like that since they took the wire off of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowfall right on time with that. Yeah. yeah um, you know, I, I read some. Um, Lauren London was supposed to be Louis, but I guess she, uh, in the original pilot, she was supposed to be Louis, but then she removed herself because she was like, she was going to focus on her family. Mm-hmm. And somebody else was was Franklin in the original pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, who said that? Uh, Leon was in an interview, and he was like, they redid everything. Mm-hmm. And then they brought in people and recast some guys, and who you see now is, you know, mm-hmm. Like he I didn't even cut. know that uh, Franklin was from like the UK. British, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I heard him, you know, in the interview, and I'm like, Yeah, what? Like, yo, you don't <laughs> I mean, sound like it's, that it's on Snowfall. But it's, it's a few of those black actors now. Yeah, that that yep. uh, T'Challa brought up a good. Let me ask you some again. That was brought up, you know, online to where you know, not sure what the time is, but we'll we'll knock it out. Do you have a problem with black artists from abroad getting these American? acting jobs because they brought up like you know why are they casting he's black but why are they casting a British dude to play somebody from LA like you couldn't have got an LA actor to play you know what I'm saying now we gotta worry about uh, Daniel Kalua who's British mm-hmm. and who grew up with Franklin with you know Damson like why are you giving these jobs to these like it's already the pool is already Pro- small probably, yeah. probably cheap like cheap. why can we go get a dude from LA to play a LA dude, you know? So they were just going back and forth about, yeah. you know? But then I was like, yo, can you really, if Damson is killing it, like, can we really be mad? I guess you can, because it's like, it's plenty of talented guys in LA mm-hmm. who could have played Franklin. Hey, but it's a valid don't, point. Don't we, say, don't, we, don't we say all of us originated from the motherland? We, we just a product of whoever bought us or, what, or what, wherever we were dropped off on the slave ship. He's still a brother. In my eyesight, whether he from the UK, whether he from wherever, he's still a black man and he got that role. So they didn't give it to Tom Cruise. Yeah. No, that, but that's I think what, what most people' problem is with that is how they perceive even us American black people. Like their their upbringing and their their way of thinking is different mm-hmm. from ours. Like, like it's it's something like they've long said. Af- like African Africans look at. American mm-hmm. African Americans, like with, with you know, with a little disgust. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Godfrey brought that up. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I subscribe to his um, IG and stuff. 
And he even brought that up. Somebody asked him, why do, um, I think he's from Nigeria or somewhere over there. And he was like, why do y'all hate, like, hate Americans? African black, black Americans, yeah. And he was like, me personally, I don't. But some people over there do. Like you said, they look at us in disgust because they're, it's like we're not real. We're not, we're not black. We're not black enough for them. So, and that's how some Americans see the British. Yeah. Uh, African Americans. African, African, Af- uh, Blacks. Brit- yeah. British Af- American. British, in, the, British black. Yeah. I'm you, pretty you sure it's a different word for black that, enough. Yeah. 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 But, so. I mean, I get it. I get it. Especially when you got like American black actors fighting for these jobs. And yeah. now it's like, oh, now you're going to like overseas Britain and, yeah. to find mm-hmm. a LA dude to yeah. where you got to bring on Dub C from the West Side Connection to teach him how, teach to, talk him how to talk and, yeah. and the slang so, and I mean, yeah, when you can use like you said somebody man, yeah. already knows it yeah. so I get it but I mean he doing hey, hey, he doing he a doing good it, job he ain't, he ain't he knocking it, it. So, and that's yeah. why I said looking back on it like if he's really like killing it because then they said the same thing about uh, Daniel Kalua and they was like why'd you pick this dude to play Fred Hampton when he you could have bought in like a younger looking black dude and mm-hmm. you know somebody from Chicago I, mm-hmm. I get it man but when he kills it. That should be like, yeah, yeah, you know. And it's not like you brought in a white dude to play yeah, Fred Hampton. Yeah, so black, and, and you don't black. know, and and you don't know if it was some American actors that just weren't that good ca- enough that cast it for. But it's like that's not the look, or you, they just weren't good enough. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah, you just weren't good enough. Yeah, and dude, all dude. But that, he didn't look like Fred Hampton though. No, nah, he, he didn't. Not at all. <laughs> that was something they said too. They yeah, was like he, he didn't really look, look like, like he didn't portray Fred Hampton. As you would think, how Fred Hampton looked like Malcolm X. Denzel looked like Malcolm X mm-hmm. in the movie Malcolm X. Yeah. So, I think with casting, especially when it comes to actors or whatever, you want to get somebody that's gonna resemble them, resemble them in some way, shape, or form. So when you see this person who was really that person, and you see the actor, you can Will see Smith, Will like Smith, Ali, Ali. Yeah. exactly like, what I was thinking. So you would be yeah. like, oh, okay, I, I see him. Mm-hmm. I, see, I see Ali. In this movie, with Fred, I mean, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I didn't see Fred Hampton. Yeah, yeah looking at a lot of people movie. said that. Yeah, yeah. that's like, right. You know, I didn't even know. Fuck it, looking it up. Fred Hampton was like twenty one. Yeah, young. Twenty one, twenty two, yeah. and they was like, yeah. So I kind of, mm-hmm. you know, those are some of my gripes with the movie, yeah. not mine, but saying what people said. So, you know, I, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. But I mean, it still was a good movie, though. I feel yeah. like, man, if we all go and audition for the movie and they brought in a British black guy. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, African American. If you weren't good enough, then you ain't then, good enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah the you lead, good enough. The lead character in All American is also British, British too. Y'all yeah. know that too. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. is he? Spencer's yeah. British. Yeah, yeah, yeah the dude play Spencer, Spencer, the main yeah. lead character. In Something American. going on there. Yeah, he's British. <laughs> the dude, I was watching a uh, Doom Patrol. The dude that plays Cyborg, he's from Britain. Britain the black kid. Hey, watch when he just Elba. Hey, but he good in play play the Baltimore dude. Hey, but look when um. When they shoot the movie about how this podcast started, they're going to have our British dudes playing us, <laughs> If anything, we can play ourselves. Hey, yeah, no, but they, they don't want that. <laughs> hey, listen. We, hey, hey, mate. We, hey, we, thank we you for tuning in. We, we might as well finance it ourselves. <laughs> to Uncensored Mics, mate. You you wank, you wankster. Yeah, we, yeah, we you gonna, wankers. Yeah, we're going to cast Tom Cruise to play Mel. <laughs> Wait, Tom got to get tattooed on his stomach. Hey, what Tom got to get tattooed on his stomach? Hundred proof. Hundred proof. 
right, he got to get Slim on his arm. Yo, all right, Slim. All right. <laughs> Yo, hey. Let's go around the table real quick, man. What white counter, white actor would you want to play your your? Uh, don't start with me. Don't start with me because I don't Yo, even know. I go. I, I go. Um. A white. Actor. I go. I go. DiCaprio, man. Hey, I guess you I, already I Tom Cruise. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know any white actors. <laughs> Dang, white. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm gonna go Andy Milanakis. Hey, hey, to tell Hey, hey, come on, Hangover, right? No, that's what uh, dude I'm thinking about. Elemental, the name sounds. That's the dude bro. from um Superbad <laughs> from Superbad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are you playing? He oh, he used, to, he used to have a show on like MTV. Oh, okay, that's uh, the name sounds. He looks super young, but he was old. Oh, okay, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. old though. Brad Pitt. Uh, no, yeah, some type. Not Brad Pitt for me. Off, off in the he name. For, he's forty-five. What the? He like he doesn't age or something. Yeah, he wow. doesn't age. He looks suit. No matter how old he is, he looks super young. Yo, I'm not sure. He he said it was something. So but he was playing like a kid, and he was really like thirty years old. Wow, yo, wow. that's crazy. He's forty five. That, that's who's gonna play T'Challa. No, <laughs> oh, dude from Mike, Chill. Michael Chicklin. No, 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 I'm gonna show you who's gonna Chill. play me. This kid <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, from, from Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yo, dang, all right. What's his name? Oh, Gaten Mata. Razo, okay. Can anybody page Mr. Leaky? <laughs> oh, you do. We gonna get Fat Joe to play uh, <laughs> Eggie. Yeah, Fat Joe. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, they gonna they gonna cast all white people when they when they make a, a movie about the uh, podcast. <laughs> but yeah, man, we are gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. Uh, we want to say thank y'all for tuning in. As always, we appreciate it. Uh, lock in with us every every time that new episode drop, man. Leave feedback, leave comments, questions, critiques. Uh, we welcome all of that, man. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on our Instagram. I think Facebook. I'm not really too active on the Facebook thing. I'm out of Facebook jail, but I, I'm scared to even comment. <laughs> now, nah, man, I'm scared to even comment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably, Back probably. I'll, I'll say something. So, um, <laughs> hey, uh, we appreciate y'all, man, and um, y'all be safe. Y'all take care of each other. Now, until next time, we out. And like DA said, if y'all want to live y'all life, go snort some coke, man. Hey, do whatever y'all want, man. Do whatever y'all want. Coke, pop a perk. You saw how Trick was dancing in that video, man. Go, <laughs> go, go do what you got to do, man. But y'all take care of each other, man.